Welcome to this week's episode of Four Color Ultrasound, number 23. I'm your host, Dieter. With me, as always, is... Mike. Uh, Mike. <laughs> Just chipper, as always. Sounds like you're dying. <laughs> <laughs> dying here. <laughs> uh, but anyway, we are two... Well, we, are, we don't know what the number thing. We are friends who like to read comics. We also like to talk about them even more. So we started a podcast... And uh, I've been churning it out for you week after week. Week after week. Half a year now. Really? Is that 23? Not quite. I guess it would be 26. But coming close. Well, three. You don't want nearly an entire month from now. <laughs> 10% away from <laughs> half a year. So it depends on how you look at it, right? Uh, we'll get to well, yeah, We'll have an anniversary episode. We'll do something special. We'll talk about five books that day. <laughs> talk about five books. Yeah, that's what we do. Talk about books, spoil them. Uh, sometimes we tell you what week they're from. We could do it this week. So they're from uh, November 20th. So if you haven't read those books, get on it. There's a lot of good ones this week. Hard time narrowing it down to just four, right? Yes, had a hard time. Yeah, we still chose Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, all right. Getting right into it. Batman number right 83. <laughs> Batman number 83, written by our best friend Tom King. <laughs> Artist Michael Janine's talent wasted on such a great story, I guess. Well, do you know what? Do you even want to talk? Well, just like, you know, talk about the elephant in the room here, Mike. But you were wrong. <laughs> Alfred is very clearly dead, I believe. And that is what this entire issue is about. Yeah, I'm Alfred, pretty sure I was wrong. Alfred is dead. And Batman's reacting to it. And it is straight up like a dick slap to the face. We get... Longfellow. We have to work out <laughs> Alfred's Longfellow. Two poems. But let's not even talk about the issue because it's why not? Tom, because it's a Tom King issue. Let's just talk about what. How do you feel about Alfred being dead? I don't like Alfred being dead, but I guess it'll give open up new stories for Batman. That's it. You think that you, it. you but. Uh, New stories in the sense of like they're just going to try to replace Alfred with somebody else that does the same thing. Like, well, is it I mean, yeah, it'd be easy way out. I thought it'd be better if like they just kept no Alfred and then it would have like he'd be flying and like he'd be like, <laughs> Alfred, I need you to. Ah, uh. <laughs> like him not have anybody to turn to, and that's how he's reminded. And like he's just staring off into the middle distance for a couple panels. <laughs> 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 and then it like cuts back to whatever he has to do, but <laughs> Just like crying every time would be Batman crying in every episode, every issue. So, do you remember in the new Fifty Two in the when Snyder was writing, uh, that what was it, the death of the family? Yeah, it was when we started reading again, death of the yeah. family, and they like right cut around, his yeah, faces we, off. It was actually like right around then because yeah, yep. like that was the big threat was that Snyder was going to kill off Alfred. Oh yep. boy. And all he did was cut off his hand, right? Yep. And I remember at the time I'd be like, did people would people really care if Alfred died? <laughs> and then I thought at the time I was like, no, I don't think it'd be that big of a deal. 
But that was what, 10, how long ago was that? 2011? 2011, yeah. So we were reading around 2012 probably. So like 2013, just for like argument's sake. All right. So yeah, like the six years that I've been, we started reading again and I've been reading like, I still don't care that Alfred's dead. <laughs> you still don't care? But I think it's hella dumb that he killed him. Like I just, I don't like, to me it's like, yeah, it's emotional because like Alfred's like, you know, his best friend or whatever. And you should feel that. But, like, it doesn't really do anything to, like, kill Alfred, right? Like, what does he really do? He just helps him with some shit. Well, I mean, and it's, like, somebody to bounce ideas off of. It's just a character to be there. And, like, he's ultimately, like, oh, I'm going to replace that with Catwoman. Because, like, now he has, like, his wife to talk to all the time. <laughs> he doesn't need. He doesn't need his father anymore. He has his wife. Yeah. So, it's, like, I don't know. Like, it's. I, yeah. but, I mean, I guess what it is. It's, but Alfred's the only one that's always been there. He's the one that literally sews him up. He's the one that fixes him when he's down. Is you, th- you think he's going to have uh, Selena uh, fix his wounds and sew up his uh, cuts and all that? Well, blowjobs heal all, Mike. I that think is that's true. Like, <laughs> so it's like, that's not going to be a problem. You don't have to worry about that. I think it's... I mean, it's, it, it, of course, it depends on the writer because you can easily write a Batman book without having Alfred. Right? Just have him fighting crime and go home and get those blowjobs and then it's about it. Okay, so then to that extent, do you really think, like, this is the push that Batman then needed to <laughs> fight? Like, like he's, like, it's just at the end. He's like, one more time, father, for Alfred. Like, so it's like the, ra- like, so it's basically Batman's fueled by rage. rage hall <laughs> 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 Like, what is it, like... Because at first it was like, well, the only reason why he's going to beat Bane this time is because he fell back in love with Selena. Like, you know what I mean? He's going get to get him back for Selena and get it back for Gotham. But it's like, that didn't seem to be enough because now Alfred's dead. So he's like, now I'm fueled by the hatred. Like, 23 pages of, like, punching walls and stuff. Well, you mean you mean the brick wall that, uh, that Thomas Wayne decided to just suddenly put into the house? Yeah. Yeah, he like mortared that shit up because I'm sure he went in and out of that way. <laughs> He's like, son of a bitch, I dropped another thing where I forgot to put some mortar in it. And it's like reinforced too because like Batman, he I've seen him punch through walls before. Uh-huh. He can't get through this shit to save his life. Yeah, I don't know. This whole, this whole book was awful. And then why isn't he under mind control? Why does every, like, because it's obviously they show Psycho Pirate. Yeah. And, uh, all the Bat family and Selena are like under mind control. And they're all fine, even though Tim got stabbed in the chest. But he's fine oh, now. That was pretty dope. But <laughs> why isn't, why, where is, is he choosing not to have Batman mind controlled? Like yeah, because he, he wants to break Batman. He wants him to stop being Batman. And Thomas Wayne wants to be Batman for some reason. Well, no, he already is Batman, Mike. I don't know if you've been paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> he wants to be the Batman of this Gotham. I, I don't know what Thomas Wayne's plan is. <laughs> None of it makes any sense at all. Well, he wanted his family back together at first, but they got—they lost their mom in the desert. <laughs> so, so, so now he just wants to piss Batman off. Like I said, why doesn't he just mind control him and let him run the <clears throat> run Gotham while Thomas Wayne sits in the Wayne Manor the whole time? I don't know. Is his rage hall blocking the psychopath? Like he's so rage fueled. No, I think you're thinking too far into it. Because he says, I, ha- I have your family, your city, your woman. Is that enough? Will you finally stop? He just wants him to stop for some reason. Oh, he just wants him to stop being Batman and be yeah. like his little boy. Join the family. Dear mom. 
of home. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's so weird. Two issues. And one issue, technically, because, like, fucking next issue is the secret history of Thomas yep. Wayne. Nobody cares about secret <laughs> histories of anybody. I don't Especially know. not Thomas Wayne from a different universe. Uh, Flashpoint Thomas. We already know his secret history. Yeah, you know. That guy, Azarello wrote it. Three book thing. You can go back and read it. It's pretty dope. And but then like, when the story's done, there's 12 issues of Batman and Catwoman to wrap up the whole story. Uh, bring uh-huh. on the Tinian. What? I said bring on the Tinian or the Tinian. Yeah, exactly. And that whole 12-issue, Tom King is saying, I want this to be my uh, my uh, Dark Knight Returns, even though I'm not sure I can do that, but I want this to be my Dark Knight Returns. And he's admitting, he admitted the whole thing is, <clears throat> he's off to the side because he wants basically his own... Um, story that does not fit into continuity at all. Like, he could write his own story on the side while Batman talk- actually ties into the books. Are you talking about Batman Cat? Is that his Bat-Cat? His Bat-Cat, yeah. That's going to be his Dark Knight? Yes. Somehow that's going to be his Dark Knight Returns. And it's been delayed. Like, it was supposed to come out in January, and now it's been delayed till past February because it's not in the solicits. So, yeah. That's all because terrible. Well, the reason for that is he wants Mitch, Mitch Jarrods to write the, to draw the whole thing. But I don't know. He's thinking this is going to be some epic story, which I, I can't imagine it can be. It's going to be Batman crying about Alfred the whole time you want to know while he's ep- getting his blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty epic. But I was going to say, I was trying before the blowjob part, I was going to segue into, you want to talk about epic stories, Justice League 36. But sorry, no, before, we, sorry before we get there, and I, I know a good segue there. Yeah, no, another we, 20 minutes on Batman, sure. But we, we, yeah, but we, we, we trash Batman all the time, but so many people love it. So please, somebody who's listening, can you write in and tell us why we're wrong? Because I'm sure we're wrong. There's something, it's got to be something good about this. Because we didn't appreciate the poetry. I mean, because <laughs> we didn't appreciate, like, Batman's being, uh, you know, torn down to the human level of, like, just raw emotion. And we didn't appreciate, like, how love can overcome all things and, you know... We just don't take we take that stuff for granted, Michael. We're like, give us comics, give us people punching each other in the face, and it's <laughs> Maybe like that's people true. Are like, that's fine. I don't know, but that's why. That's if anybody writes in that says Batman's good, that's going to be their argument because he did. He took two Longfellow poems and he worked them into a single issue <clears throat> of Batman. You know that dumbass guy that's just some rich millionaire jerk off but like he can like do anything and he's so badass ha 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 funny book man <laughs> way to uh, get get the listeners involved Dieter. i appreciate that <laughs> well i was hoping our listeners are on our side and they're like uh, can show batman like kill somebody with his parents <laughs> <laughs> well write in and argue with Dieter, and uh, maybe we'll get someone on the show which is only the best argument you can get on the show and uh, argue with you, and I'll just moderate. Right. <laughs> Sound good? Just murder somebody somehow, but like work a way around it. It was like, well, I didn't have to save him. Like, I, was like, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of epic stories, Justice League <laughs> 36, Year of the Villain, uh, Hostile awesome. Takeover, also Justice, hash, or what is that, Forward Slash Justice Doom War, Part 7. This is like... Scott Snyder's going for it with uh what was he I can never oh the the damn it, what was the Superman one called? Action comics. The what called? The story that was like fourteen issues by Bendis. I can never remember it. Uh 
Oh, this is terrible radio right now. <laughs> this is freaking terrible. Hey, I don't know, you throw me uh, a curve here. I don't remember this kind of thing. The thing the with the Rogue Alzar. The, yeah, uh, the Unity saga, saga. The Unity Saga. Unity saga? Yeah, yeah, he's pushing it. <clears throat> Part 7 of this, Justice Do More, but still. Uh, Scott Snyder, the writer. Francis <clears throat> Manipal doing some art here, some art there. Then Howard Porter bringing up the rear with the rest of it. <laughs> but our favorite computer AI colorist of all time, <clears throat> Hi-Fi. <laughs> Hi-fi. They just uh, plugging <clears throat> those algorithms away with panels and stuff. It's crazy. So things are looking bleak, right? Just oh, very one. bleak. This one was this. Oh, this one. Uh, where is this? Oh, it's on the cover where it says "Pawns of Perpetual." You notice we just like dropped that whole bit about <laughs> judging the Do cover you, by judging story. Judging the cover by story, yeah. But nothing really jumps out lately. Even this cover, like this cover, is pretty good. Well, all the because all the none of the all the covers now are these like they seem like they've gone back to the covers from the fifties, sixties, and seventies where it's as crazy as possible on the cover that doesn't really reflect the story. But <clears throat> pawns of Perpetua. Yeah, I guess the pawns of Perpetua is not quite like that. Some of the other ones are like so like ridiculous. Will Alfred die? You know, never happens. But this time it did. So it starts off with the Trinity, right? Batman, Wonder Woman, yep. Superman. They're all like contemplating some shit. Yeah, it looks like it's a coffin. Is that a Martian Manhunter's coffin? Because he he got absorbed, right? So it's an altar. Is it just an altar? Oh, okay. It it's like for the reveal, for like yeah. the best reveal of all time. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, but that's what it's alluding to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, that's what the comment was in the beginning here, which I reread and was like, oh, I get that. Oh, uh, see, yeah. So they're like, I gotta say though, I think this design of the. Ultra Monitor, who she always calls Mobius now. Is that what yeah. we're going with? Sure. I don't remember okay. that before, but yeah, it was in the story. She starts, starts calling him Mobius. I like the design of that guy a lot. Mm-hmm. The fact that he doesn't have any lips and it's just his teeth <laughs> and like his glowing ass eyes and shit. So Giant dope. weird robot with no neck. Ah, it's so tight. <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome. so cool. But yeah, so I don't know. Not much happening here. <clears throat> But, uh, oh, yeah, there is actually a lot happening. You got Brainiac 1. <laughs> There's million. a lot. Of, what do you mean nothing happening? Yeah, nothing happened in this panel. No, I forgot. I haven't read these in what, since, like, they came out. Yeah. I haven't been as prepared lately. I got to you busy down. with uh, Red Dead Redemption here. No. Our next podcast. Te- don't tell people <laughs> my, <laughs> my satellite podcast. <laughs> don't tell people. Uh, they'll, they'll run away in troves. Let's take one in- uninteresting subject and then branch out into another one. Right? <laughs> <laughs> one very small audience and try to make it even smaller. <laughs> Get even smaller. Do you like comic books and Old West video games? <laughs> DC uh, comics specifically. There you go. And The Simpsons. See, I could have that. That was the other one that was supposed go. to start, right? So, yeah, Brainiac 1 million asking for more. Everybody asking for more. Cheetah. Sinestro. Where's our... Where's my slice? Grodd. Give me a bunch of shit. But uh, where did the baby go? <clears throat> Baby's on the cover. It's on there. You just don't ever see him like close up. I don't think. No, there was one spot where you see you see his chest, and maybe he's not there. Well, the baby is not there. Maybe they thought it, it was because all he had too these intense. Tentacles for... Shooting through his face if he was there. Yeah, it's all too intense for a baby. They're like, you know what? Leave the baby. In... <laughs> it's nap time. Leave the baby. In the fucking <laughs> it's, there crib. you go. It's his nap time. Leave the baby in the crib, Grod. Jeez. You don't want the baby sleeping in your baby Bjorn. But Perpetua turn baby Bjorn. Yeah, it's not. It's like it voids the warranty or something. It voids the warranty. You wanted to bring the thing back. <laughs> <laughs> the baby's done. 
your baby sleep in this? <laughs> it's been red flag. Did your baby sleep in this? He had a red flag. This thing was in the bathroom. Right. Your baby slept in this. But anyway, Brainiac 1 million gets turned into like the Mobius chair, kind of. But it, yep. she calls it just her throne, so I don't think it's like the floaty chair. I think that's the toilet. Her toilet. That's what he means by the throne. I'm talking about bathrooms. It was in the bathroom. And then like it has anyway. those three spots down there you see like. Yeah. So, so yeah, and there's our pipes everywhere. It could be a like a bathroom throat. <laughs> she's gonna shit it. <laughs> What's this name? Brainiac one million. Like her, <laughs> and then she it's gonna like go through everybody's little vial. But anyway, and then they turn. <laughs> but wait, so you 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 forgot your favorite game of uh guess that curse. Guess that curse. The where, blank furniture. Which one? Oh yeah, what could that be? I thought about that too. But shit it's, furniture. It's, there you go. It's shit furniture. <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> he says she she changed him into shit furniture. <laughs> By the way, uh, well, it's Grodd. He's 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 an ape. He doesn't uh, he doesn't understand what humans call <laughs> uh, toilets. So that's your furniture that you shit in. Your shit furniture. But yeah, well, yeah, shit furniture, which is like what he is just regular furniture because he's always flinging his poo around. But I do have to say, <laughs> he's just flinging his poo out. Because of last week's game. Uh, because of last week's game. Yep. Pussy damn it has become quite the exclamation of dismay around uh, the household <laughs> since last week. I like using that one. Oh, really? Like, like if you drop your keys, like pussy damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Uh, so yeah, shit furniture or like he changed him into fuck furniture. Because like, Gorilla Grodd is like the alliterate, like, you know, alliteration type. Yep. There you go. Turned him into fuck furniture. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird because he finishes Sinestro's sentence too. Like, it's a giant swing. Is that what it is? What? The furniture. It's a giant swing. Fuck furniture. Yeah, right. I guess. Well, that's real literal, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, it's back to the story. <laughs> well, I'm still. Yeah. What else could dick furniture? Anything? I don't know. It's weird, right. but yeah, that's a. So yeah, they get thrown into uh, the throne as well, which. It's kind of intense. They're like, they're like, help us, Luthor. Why? And like, he has like this voice in his head saying, like, you know, this is wrong. And he's like, no, no, no. Like, Perpetua is like really messing with him. And, uh, yeah, he's like, speaking of voice, is that the first time that, um, Martian Manhunter has talked to him? I think so. So is it slowly Martian Manhunter coming back? This is like the beginning of the hints of Snyder's like, wait a minute, how are we going to bring him back? We got three issues left. Let's uh, start throwing the hints in now. Well, I think it's got to be. Well, he was always there, right? They have Correct. mentioned like the his kid, the mm-hmm. fake kid, mm-hmm. the fake kid that doesn't exist, yep. which I said is the MacGuffin for everything. Like that's yep. going to be. But anyway, which will be weird if he turns into Martian Manhunter <laughs> and then he like ends up doing Hot Girl, like because <laughs> it'll be like so that'd be messed know. up. Yeah, that'd be fucked up, but. I think what it is is since Martian Manhunter is always present, like Lex has the power to keep him down. Mm-hmm. But this is showing like his weakness of like having a moment of not being like indecisiveness, right? He doesn't have 100% control over his own thoughts. He's like, what am I doing? So now Martian Manhunter can like creep in and like kind of sway him or whatever. Because like Perpetua hears it too, right? Yeah. Uh, does she ease your mind, child? They said this is for you. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because she's aware of it all. So it's yeah. like, I think it's just his inner battle. That he's probably always doing it, but like, you're right. They did have to bring it up at the same time. But you always know he's just going to pop out of there well, at some yeah, point. Like, hey, fuck. 
Hey, fuck face. <laughs> I was here the whole time. I was here the whole time. You didn't know? Like, it's like, whoa. And it doesn't bother me. This is what I read comics, the superhero comics for. I love all this shit. That doesn't bother me at all, but it, it's interesting to point out. So, yeah, then you get, so, it's all bad for even the bad guys, right? They're, they all just got taken. So now it's just oh, down Yeah, they all, it's just Luther now. Right there. Oh, and Perpetua <laughs> sent the anti-monitor off to kill hot girl where it's yeah. like they already did that the last issue yeah, where he's like i'll just it. shoot her engines out it's like why didn't you just blow up the ship then <laughs> like, uh-huh. you guys gotta leave her alive but now you get the back to the hall of justice and uh you get the speech right and i think this is kind of neat what superman's kind of explaining with like all the times we fought luther before like he was just in it for himself but now he sees like something else like he's got I thought that's kind of cool how they took a villain that we're like you're super used to, right? And in the same sense of Batman, it's just like some guy, right? Mm-hmm. Some rich guy, but they found a way to like make him more dangerous and like actually a bigger threat than he was before. Versus it being the same old thing. Oh, it's just Luthor up to his crazy tricks again. It's like no, uh-huh. this guy. So I don't know. It is pretty sweet. I think. <clears throat> yeah, basically, it's like what if he actually had the power to do everything? What would he do? And I guess yeah. that's the answer. He has the power to do all this. Yeah, like if if Zach if Zach Snyder, if Scott Snyder had like one chance to tell a story about <laughs> Lex Luthor having unlimited power and like what he would do with it, this would be it. And then exactly. you also get to get like Starman with like his power rod of justice, like that totality dildo rod that he holds on to. Yep. We fight as we always have with rectal penetration. Wow! Big jump there. Okay, and then and always will because like the future guy. Yep. But this page, the next one, like I want to if if I just when I decide to finally get like break it down, just like you know what I want a face tattoo. (laughs) I think this anti monitor, ultra monitor, like even with the word bubble, where it's like there is nothing in the multiverse more (laughs) foolish than love. Like. put that on your face like that would be my face neck tattoo for sure it would creep into like two-thirds of my face probably all right so even with all the red eyes and mouth <clears throat> everything like this exact panel like so like so so i'm sorry i'm, I'm like trying to picture this so you get your face into this or his face is gonna be the side of your face yeah like however it works i don't know how face <laughs> tattoos work but like i said if i ever want like this would be it i would be like here this is it put this on my face Right. I think that's the coolest. What's going on pic- Instagram? Everyone's gonna know that. I think that's the coolest picture of all time. <laughs> it's pretty cool. With the planets and everything. I don't know. That's super cool. You said like a page ago. This is the reason why you read comic books. I think <laughs> this is the reason why. Like I don't know. You. Know, there is nothing more foolish. Nothing <laughs> in the universe love. more foolish than love. <laughs> right. It's awesome. So yeah, but he's about to kill Hot Girl because she's squeezing her abs together. I guess to kill her. Right, or he's Thumbs. like, You're, <laughs> I'm gonna make sure you never have a real baby because I'm gonna <laughs> it's like yeah. just push both my thumbs in on your uterus as hard as I can. That seems uh, fucking crazy. pretty deadly. And then, <clears throat> and suddenly is, we jump to Flash and his Flash cycle. <laughs> yeah, I know. This is where you like, can really tell that that other guy jumped into the art yeah. right away. Like we got away from uh, Manipole. Yeah, Manipole, and we flipped to the. I'm sorry. Manipole's awesome. <clears throat> but yeah. That was a weird, jarring transition. It was. It wasn't just. It wasn't just you. It was. Was it just me? I mean. 
I felt really odd once I got to this page. I'm like, what the hell's going on here? When were they told to do this? When the hell does this happen in the comic book? It's like, you're looking at now, now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they talked about this earlier, several issues ago. Oh, okay. It led into this, but I don't know. It was kind of weird. And then the next pages I really like, too. The aliens walking down the street with uh, the, the Legion of Doom uh, ship flying above them. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, it looks like a... Still looks like that cheeseburger thing from Batteries Not Included. <laughs> it does. I still can't get over it. But yeah, then the what big battle. The big battle supposedly begins, right? We're leading up to it. Yeah. See, and I, I was expecting Lex to take over from Perpetua once he got the extra power. Yeah. It doesn't look like that's happening. Or will it happen later? So, and there, are they ever going to get back to this, the piece of Starro that was in that <laughs> jar that was giving them all the information? Like, Jaro's supposed to be a big spy. Yep. And they never got back to that. It was like anything Jaro knows, they know. And like, <laughs> yeah, he hasn't. I don't know if that, maybe <clears throat> maybe that's how Lex ends up taking over. Well, that something. was maybe the I don't know. Brainiac was the one that was doing it though. Brainiac was doing it. Lex had Jaro. No, it was the other start. way around. It was Lex pulled up on Brainiac in the room, and Brainiac already okay. had the thing in the jar. Mm-hmm. I'm almost positive. Okay. I forget exactly what happened. I thought it was Lex. Lex was showing it to his to the Legion of Doom not too long ago. And then we joked about Scott Snyder already, like if he had one chance to do something. Like <laughs> the other thing he loves to do is like new vehicles. Like new Uh-huh. He was like, I'm doing a new Batmobile. Here's a new bat suit. He was like he was always like all about the new vehicles and stuff. And I think this is like if Here's he had ultimate. one chance to make the ultimate vehicle. And the whole thing from the beginning was they were talking about how light the stone was. Mm-hmm. It was like the lightest substance on Earth, and they had to like go to some special planet to get it. And the whole Hall of Justice was made out of it, so it could be a giant battle station, like <laughs> flying battle station. It's so awesome. And it's like Batman's flying it. It's pretty dope. Now, how is uh, Six Flags going to uh, mock this up? Since <clears> they have the Hall of Justice there, I want to see them have the whole whole ride lift up. <clears throat> like this. The Hall Out Mayhem. Oh, yeah, all out mayhem. But you missed the whole uh, Starho. <clears throat> You're talking about Jaro over there. When uh, Batman says, I did install one last trick, a final measure, blah, blah, blah. And Starho, Jaro's like, a final awesome adventure. Yeah, Batman goes back, okay, a final awesome adventure. Yeah, I decided to skip over it. <laughs> <laughs> I love Jaro. He's so awesome. <clears throat> it is pretty good. But I thought the better thing was the Flying Hall of Justice. Well, that was going to come anyway, yeah. <clears throat> the Flying Hall of Justice. So now you, you have them like, Shooting at each other in the sky is their final battle. Right. But Batman doesn't use guns. <laughs> he uses lasers, though. <laughs> oh, okay. A little different. No, oh, it's pretty cool. When I saw that, I'm like, oh, that's awesome. It's a little different. A little on the wild side. Yeah. A little crazy. And, and Snyder says he's got something else bigger coming after this, so I don't know how you get any bigger than this. He says that after every story. <laughs> yep. But yeah, well, you ruined my segue. I was going crazy. <laughs> you went, Now you're going bigger. Nothing says bigger like the Batman who laughs. Batman, or what is go. Batman Superman? <laughs> Batman who laughs, number four. So this is like a year of the villain for a miniseries, right? Yeah. Well, this, this whole four. story is because uh, the Batman who laughs is leading up to a big uh, face-off with him and Lex Luthor. Oh, okay. So well, it is. I mean, it's a major storyline that's going to continue. At some point, and I don't know how it's going to tie into Dark Crisis if it ever actually happens. Okay, well, I got to admit, 
I read this one. I kind of started tuning out halfway through. I was just, I'm just not into this story. No, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> the Secret Six, right? Yeah. So. And it's like already the blue, who do we got? The Blue Beetle. Like I said, Gordon is one, and they did give him a logo on his little damn battering. Did we'll they? I that. went back to find that logo. But any, yeah, it's a it's a badge. Anyway, Joshua Williamson, right? Oh yeah, okay. That's David that Marquez, artist. Alejandro Sanchez, <clears throat> colorist. Uh, part four. So, when did? So that's the Manhunter, right? From the other, from Event Leviathan. Is that who that is? Donna. That's. Oh, I thought it was Donna Troy. Oh, I guess it would be. Yeah, because she's Troy, Teen Titans. It? Yeah, it's Donna yeah. Troy. I don't know why her name is Deathbringer. <clears throat> when did she get... In, see, did we miss something? We must have missed some of the side stories, because I don't remember Hawkman. Right? We didn't read the Hawkman one. No. And there's not the... I think they each have their own... Um, they each had their own issue. Because <clears throat> I saw the... What ruined this one, too, was the Supergirl cover. Yeah. And that was... She was infected. So I guess there was like a bunch of side stories we didn't know about. There was no convenient checklist in this book to help us out along the way. <laughs> and because I don't read like every single title that comes out, and I guess for that matter, didn't even look at the other covers to be like, hey, <laughs> maybe this looks like something. There's an ad in one of the books that showed who all the infected stories were. Uh, see, I missed it. Just plain missed it. But that's what I mean. That's how uninterested in the story I guess I was. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, <clears throat> even even when I saw them all, I didn't think it was that big of a deal because it's just a quick thing of them fighting and getting infected and now following um, uh, the Batman who laughs. Because there was a DC's The Infected Scarab, number one. Uh, I don't know. There's a few others I'm trying to find them. King Shazam, which is another one, right? We already saw one of the Shazam ones, but now he's got his own King Shazam book. Yeah. So yeah, Supergirl was thin Supergirl, and then I don't know what, when Hawkman came. I think Hawkman was in his own book too. Yeah. Anyway. So they do, but that's the funny part too is they show the logos. Like they showed that mold before, and the logos weren't in it. And then yeah. they showed a Batarang with the logo, and then they went back, and now <laughs> like, oh, they are there! Ha ha ha! We kept it a secret. <clears throat> it's like I would have been like, well, Spider Man's going to be in this. That would have been like one guess, and then like. Because that blue scarab one, that was a joke. You didn't. Uh, what? Totally, the it. blue scarab one totally looks like the Spider Man logo. Oh. oh, yeah, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. And then, and then I was like thrown for a loop. I know it's like jumping around, but when they show them in their final forms at the end, I thought uh -huh. Gordon was Constantine. I was oh, like, I know. yeah, so did I until I saw because I saw something that said the commissioner. But like, yeah. I was like, Constantine. I was like, oh, wait, <laughs> doing Gordon. Cool. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's, so, I don't know. But basically, and then, oh, here's an interesting part. Jumping around this one like crazy. But that the Fortress of Solitude has a brain and a heart. <laughs> the computer's its brain, but here's its heart. And it's like, okay. <laughs> okay, so you really don't like this. No, I wasn't into it at all. If you want to go through it, you can. But it's basically just a fight. And then you find out Supergirl's the sixth one. And then they're all together. And now they brought that satellite of love. The, the Justice League. Is that the one that like at the very beginning? Remember they showed that Superman kill all those other guys in it? Yeah. So now they have like a base as well. Well, that, yeah, because that's the uh, <clears throat> the, the Batman Who Laughs satellite. 
Yeah, but remember in the very beginning? Yeah. First issue where they showed that whole Justice League all dead inside the satellite? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was his universe. Yeah, well, that's that satellite, yeah, so. I don't know, that's it. Yeah, I mean, not much happens. What I did like in this is Supergirl flies over to catch the uh, Batarang that was supposed to hit Superman. <clears throat> and I was like, ooh, she catches it, but just by catching it is what got her infected. Because it cut her a little bit. It was designed to cut her. Yeah. So she like grabbed it like it wasn't going to cut her. Yeah, but that's, but that's why I, I, mean, I like that because a lot of times yeah. you see that happen. Something similar that happened where whatever weapon it is, you're going to throw at someone, the bad guy is throwing it at them or shooting them to stop it, but they just catch it. Hey, look, that didn't affect me. It's like, but that's what it was supposed to do. That was the whole thing. Well, the whole thing to me is like, well, so he planned on it to be Supergirl the whole time? No, I think he was like, eh, well, this will work. Well, I right. guess we'd have to read her issue, I guess. We might explain it. Yeah, I'd have to read that, but I don't think... I think uh, it wasn't meant to be her. It was meant to be Superman, which the only thing about that that doesn't make sense is Superman already did it to himself, but it didn't work. So I don't know if he just screwed up and tried again. I was saying Blue Beetle really acts like it was meant to be. Why? Well, where does it say that? We're done. The world's fine. Oh no! I guess it says not exactly what the Batman who last yeah. planned. Oh, okay. So yeah, not whatever. exactly what the Batman who last planned, but right on time. It'll. <laughs> it's good enough for this story. It's a Kryptonian, right? I mean, why not? Right, if they, what's so special about Superman that that Supergirl wouldn't be able to fulfill it? Yeah, I guess so. And then, of course, the best part about all this is as soon as they get infected, their costumes can't <laughs> immediately change. Right. <laughs> and new wardrobe. And Gordon like, has a mask on. It makes no sense, but I'm like, eh, I don't care. It's okay. <clears throat> yeah, I don't understand the whole... I don't... I'm just not on board with it. I'm so not you're not on board with this, but it really seemed this, the Batman laughs, his whole Secret Six, and Ju and Lex Luthor, Apex Lex's whole side, are all going to be ended up meeting in uh, the, Batman, the Year of the Villain, Hell Arises, or Hell Arisen. It's going to be a four-issue thing starting next month. And so I don't know if that is going to be the end of the Batman Who Laughs story, or if that's also going to tie into what's everything that's happening next year. <clears throat> so if you don't like this, all this stuff, there's a lot well, more just, coming. Well, it's just to me, it's like the Batman Who Laughs is like, he's cool, I like him, but it's like because he's like – you can't have a small story with him. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't, like, he's so crazy and over the top. It has to be, like, this multi-dimensional, dark multiverse, crazy over the top super shit. And it's like, that's all his stories. Can ever, it's going to wear thin, like, really fast. Like, it already kind of is. Like, it was cool and metal, but, like, he's still going. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know, like, how well, much more... Yeah, like you said, it can't be. It's all it has to be some huge, just some force of nature bad guy that's going to attack everything. There is no background story to him. There's no like you're not going to turn him into Mister Freeze, right? Where he's sympathetic sometimes, and other times he was just crazy, right? Or you got <clears throat> uh, the Penguin, where he's a uh, crime boss type thing, right? Where there's more story to it. This is just some psychopath that is destroying everything. And you could so, even, yeah. like even with the regular Joker, you could take it where it's like. Yeah. You get a Joker Batman team up like it kinda happened. But with this guy, like he's never gonna work with Batman. They're never gonna have to like he's never gonna be like, Oh, I was wrong or anything. Like it's <laughs> always gonna be like, Man, this guy's insane. Like yeah. You're right. I don't know. It's just, it's too, everything's so big. And it's, he just can't be just a Batman enemy, right? Because mm -hmm. that was already Yeah. 
I don't know. So but more, more is time? coming. So uh, all I'm saying is more is coming. More is oh, well, that's comic books for you. It's always yep. something right around the corner. They all get wings now. How's Gordon flying? Because <laughs> he's the Gordon who laughs. The Gordon who laughs. He the he points out in this issue. He's like, oh, you can't disappear on me mid conversation <laughs> anymore, and he like does anyway. He does again. <laughs> he did it again. I think that's a guess the swear too. I don't remember. Was that one? There was a bunch of swears. Was this one that had a bunch of swears? I think so. I think this is the one that had like three or four of them. Yeah. Well, they just said ass in that one. They don't you'll, give a shit. You'll have a hard time hunting without your blank wings. Your whore wings. <laughs> <laughs> your horror's wings. Yeah, your, your horror's wings. Like sh- No, more like shut your whore mouth. <laughs> Shut your whore wings like that, you know? Yeah. That's pretty funny. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, I guess, so how many more issues in this one? Like two more? Or this was the end of it and DC Infected is coming? That's what you were saying. No, I think this is... I thought this was a 12-issue book. Six would be enough. But yeah, I'm not sure if this whole thing is only going to be Batman... I mean, is only going to be the Batman who laughs. I think they, this is planned to be something else. But in December, there's going to be the... um. <clears throat> Hell Risen, which is Apex Lex versus um, Batman Who Laughs. But then I think that the, the Crime Syndicate is in that book, probably because they took the Legion of Doom off the board. Yeah. Which suggests that's not going to be as big of a deal as as they want it to be. <clears throat> but I don't know. It's pretty big. But yeah, it is just leading into more story. It's like this huge, giant like metal like all the whole batman what was it was metal and everything else after that right yep because it ended with gordon being infected yeah and then that went on that was a lot of issues and then you had like this kind of event and it just leads sets it up for like more story it's like comic books do that a lot they do it so much you go to absolute carnage number five which (laughs) is basically (laughs) the exact same scenario of what we just kind of went over Pretty much. But nonetheless, it didn't stop it from being a pretty awesome book. Like, they did it in five issues. It could have been a 12-issue event. But this one had this one had a bu- tons of tie-ins also. Yeah, I didn't read any of the tie-ins. Yeah. yeah that's like, I, oh, but... that's the issue. Yeah, they do like, fuck, there was like how many tie-ins in between? Would you say like two every week? Uh, <laughs> at least, yeah. At least one, a three a month. <laughs> but yeah, writer Donnie Cates, penciler... Ryan Stegman, inkers J.P. Meyer and J. Liston. Liston. What's a color artist? I guess just a colorist. Colorist, yeah. Frank Martin. Uh, yeah, the coloring of this was amazing. I think it's almost as good as the the penciling. All the yeah, the art in this was really good the whole way through. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot, but yeah, it didn't. St- like I said, this is just basically sorry to like ruin it right off the bat, but like. <laughs> It ends with just more, like, more story to come, right? But I think I enjoyed it the whole way. Like, not being familiar with pretty much anything in it that came before it. I'm still interested. I'm, like, more interested in to keep on going, I guess. But Yeah, I would definitely want to see what comes next, especially if this team is doing it. Right. So, it opens up with, like, a little flashback of the two. I don't know if they're, this was their first meeting, like... Yeah, I started to look it up. I thought um, 
what's his name? Uh, Carnage got it straight from uh, Eddie Brock, but I guess not. Sounds like he got it from he got the uh, symbiote from some from, from from some other source originally. No idea. I didn't look anything up. But I just <clears> figured <throat> it worked for the story, so they did it. Yeah, I was assuming. I was just curious the reality. You know what really happened in the comics? I always thought they that they they met each other first, but it doesn't seem like that's what happened. So, other than like this, I mean, the whole thing is just like the the fight that they've been doing just kind of culminates. <clears throat> to a head where uh, he realizes no matter what the outcome is, right? Like, that guy's going to get woken up anyway. No. There's well, no. There's a symbiote god. Well, you, if you're already at the end of the story? You want to mention the well, end? Well, I was just saying, like, well, yeah, I mean, you want to flip through every single... Well, yeah. anyway. But no, but it was like, no matter what the choice, there was a choice to save his kid or not. But yeah. the ultimate, the, the outcome was no matter what he did, that null guy still woke up. He didn't have a choice to stop that from happening. No, he said at the end, if he lets his kid go, then everything, then uh, null, null won't come, right? No, that's not how. It, where? Which part? <clears throat> Wasn't that why he decided to kill him? Where? Oh, this is <clears throat> terrible, terrible. I radio. kill the boy. I take his codex. Maybe that's enough. Maybe then I wake up or. Maybe then I wake up our god. I'm willing to take that bet. But if you yeah. kill me to protect him, if you take your symbiote, you complete the circle. Yeah. So he's saying he kills the kid, he gets another codex, and that's gonna he's going to have enough power. He doesn't have to kill Brock. He's going to kill the kid instead. And he's like, I'm taking that bet. So, But if you kill me, then it's going to join you. You're going to definitely have enough. So if I die or live, Null still wakes up. I win. So do you want your kid or not? And he just kind of... Gave him that option to like ensure that the guy gets woken up, right? So, either way, I think Null was getting woken up. But then, why does he say, uh, uh, shit the world? Shit the world (laughs) in his curse, in his curse there because he wants to save the kid. Because he's not like it's the way he's that's the guy wants him to die. It's like he just did like suicide by cop basically because he was like. He didn't give him a hundred percent guarantee, like killing the kids. Going, like he's going to kill the oh, kid. If he and kills get the kid, maybe he gets it. But if you, yeah, but he's still going to keep on killing. Like no will come. It's not only he's like let him live, and he's going to kill the kid, and he's going to keep on killing people. Right? He's not going to just stop. Like, so you have to kill him no matter what. But he's just letting him know, like, once you do kill <clears> me, you're going to like screw the world anyway. But it's like, yeah, well, fuck the world. I just want my kid. Yeah, but if he lets him kill the kid, then he there's a chance that he won't be able to ever. Um, get null. Okay. Well, no, because if he, he then there's just the next symbiote, right? Like there's just yeah. the next. So <clears throat> it's like, but then okay. the whole thing why he can kill the kids, but that the part where the kid like discovers his power and he blows up like that, and it's just that one page of that like yeah. destroys the symbiote. It's awesome. Yeah, it's super. It's pretty good. Whole thing like the art in this whole like everything in this issue, it's pretty cool. Even when he like when he kills a. Uh, carnage what the, like he takes that like sword out of his chest and like <laughs> severs his spine with it <laughs> uh-huh. super yeah, metal awesome. like his body just falls out it's like this corpse like rotted shell of a corpse it's pretty dope like and then everybody kind of starts going away but then the 
the explosion of the null planet, like there's all like like a bunch of like sperm. <laughs> yeah, all the venom sperm. Yeah. yeah, it's all the venom sperm like being unleashed into the universe, and then Null's like riding like that's pretty dope. Where he's like riding that giant. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> Just like through space, like giant space dinosaur thing. <laughs> God help us all. And then of course he doesn't tells he doesn't tell anybody that uh, Null is coming. No, what a dick! Right? That's gonna be a, that's gonna be a big problem. <clears throat> yeah, and it just kind of ends with the kid in shock, where he's like, "Wait, <laughs> did I'm you just say son? my dad? <laughs> yeah. yeah, did you say it was your son?" And looking at his face is great. Like the, the art is just amazing in this. Yeah, because the kid's face just stays the same the whole time. Well, Eddie's like, oh, "I'm tired. This kind of sucks. My face is beat up." And he's like, oh shit! Wait, <laughs> he heard that. Yeah, it's pretty great. But yeah, I'm interested in if something comes next. <clears throat> yeah, I'm surprised because it doesn't tell you what's next. You would expect it to say, you know, usually it would say, hey, cutting new, coming up next is whatever. <clears throat> the Rise of Null or something. Well, then they have all the little, <clears throat> the destruction of absolute carnage is behind us, but that doesn't mean we can't enjoy some more Codex <laughs> variants. What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, they're just like Codex variant cover program. Oh, my God. And if that's not it, for now, be sure to hit us up with Spidey Voice. Blah, blah, blah. But anyway, yeah, see how many more? Absolute Carnage 5, Venom 20, Absolute Carnage Weapon Plus. <clears throat> Amazing Spider-Man the story's in, so there's a lot of tie-in stories here. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. <clears throat> so, anyway, thanks to uh, Meat Cutter 89 for suggesting this. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was super cool. And even though it ends like just more story, like it ended with me wanting to know more stories. So still not interested to go back and read all those tie-ins. So you're still not? Yeah. But like, like I usually, do, usually the tie-ins are just are not very worthwhile. No, but I'm interested in like more Eddie Brock and like his kid and then obviously that null guy or whatever. So if that continues, if that picks up, that'd be super cool. <laughs> <clears throat> but if anybody has any other uh, suggestions for us to read besides just DC, please go for it. The one suggestion we got worked really well. Well, you'd have to tell them where they could suggest these things at. <clears throat> do I Mike? have to do that? They should know by now. No. Episode, uh, that article, remember, <laughs> I told you about earlier? You told me about it in the first attempt to uh, start the podcast today. Oh, yeah. Well, the, it also said that uh, <laughs> you should... Uh, give the information out every single time oh okay so then on twitter at four color us with the number four or on instagram at four color ultrasound.com with four written out or you could send us an email if you want to go the old school way with four color ultrasound at gmail.com with the number four well oh, right. that work that, that works works uh you gave that almost as well as you give the news So the news here. You ready? Oh, I've been ready. You've been the ready. The last 52 minutes I've been waiting for this. <laughs> anyway, so more uh, Joker movie news, because I'm sure you love hearing about Joker. I, as much as I love reading Joker stories. <laughs> there you go. Anyway, on October 7th, Joker director Todd Phillips headed into Warner Brothers 
Pictures Group Chairman uh, Toby Embrick's office. Buoyed, or Boyd, by the, depending on how you say it, by the film's $96.2 million opening weekend haul. Sources tell The Hollywood Reporter that he proposed an outsized idea, the rights to develop a portfolio of DC characters' origin stories. Emmerich balked. And then I said, anyway, but he did walk out with a uh, deal for a sequel to Joker. That's not, how's that news? <laughs> what? Who reported that? How did they know any of that happened? <laughs> <laughs> like was it so I don't know but anyway yep. so the gist of it is like he's like hey I got this idea to do all these origin stories of all these characters give it to me now and they're like you're a piece of shit you can do a sequel to the Joker though <laughs> yep and that's the like, news but I never intended to do that I wanted to do these I want to do all these others other origin stories mm-hmm. that people are just sick of and was it like origin stories that aren't going to mean anything like this isn't the definitive joker origin story this is just a story right yes exactly so it's like it's just more origin stories that are just stories because that thing made a ton of money so he went in there saying hey i want to make some more yeah whatever camera boy no i don't know <laughs> yeah. that's fine but i think it's i'd rather see that than joker 2 yeah i know but Laugh you know joker's gonna end up coming don't you <laughs> Laugh harder with a billion dollars. There you go. Laugh hard with a vengeance. But even with that, you know, I also don't want, like, don't go in there date. saying I want to make all these other stories. Well, let's not. Since this did well, let's make all these other origin stories. It's if you have an origin story you want to write for this character, then do it. You know what I mean? Like, not the other way around. Just because Joker did well, that means that a Lex Luthor origin story is going to do well, or a uh, Penguin author, or you know, a good day to laugh hard. There you go. Live free or laugh. <laughs> anyway. The Joker franchise. Uh-huh. Joker 7. Too fast, too, too laughs. Too, 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 too laughs, too fun, Too fast, too funny. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anyway. Uh. So sticking with uh, Batman-related news. Joker, Joker drift. <laughs> Joker drift. Well, that doesn't work. I don't know. Uh, in the Batman, John Turturro is going to play Carmine Falcone. Hobbs and Shaw and the Joker. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, Joker anyway. and the Joker and the Deathly Hollows. <laughs> Joker and the Death- that, that might work. Actually, that works. The title, anyway. So it's got to be like so it's got to go back to like those back back in those days where it's blank and the blank. So Joker in space. Joker in space. Well, now you're now you're just uh, copying the. Uh, the uh, Leprechaun uh, series there. Uh-huh. And, uh, and nobody could do it as well as they did. Joker v. Batman. So, then it'd be Joker in the hood, and then Joker in space. Joker in the hood? Yeah, <laughs> Joke in the hood. Oh, I can see the Joker show. walk around the hood and then <laughs> just like, killing everybody that, that screws with him. Right. Joker games. I don't know. Yeah, so anyway, sorry, I ruined your second thing. That's nah, all good. <laughs> So I don't know. Yeah, that, so the, in the Batman, I don't know if you care about the Batman movies coming out, but John Turturro is going to be playing Carmen Falcone. So, and oh, these are the Arkham ones, right? Yeah. Oh, what it okay. seems like it's going to be like we assume it's going to be uh, something like the the Long Halloween. Okay. So who knows? <clears throat> anyway, my friend was saying that he was reading like people's uh, reviews or uh, comments online. 
And several a bunch of comments were like, "Oh, the guy from uh, the guy from the Transformers movies is going to be in the Batman." It's like, yeah, that's where John Turturro's known for. <laughs> that's where John Turturro's fame has been happening. It's for the a... Transformers movies. Yeah, that's pretty funny. I'll go see the Batman movie, of course. Yeah, because Batman's in it. But yeah, and, and, and yeah, definitely want to go see that because uh, you got Matt Reeves doing a whole new series, and <clears throat> seems like it's going to be a little bit different than before. So more of a detective story. Yeah, I want them to make Batman sparkly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. I think he's gonna be pretty good at it. In it, supposedly I mean, he's done a lot of independent films that he's supposed to be really good at. That I, I don't watch because it's not punchy, punchy, smashy, smashy. They should have made know. Shia LaBeouf the new Batman. Oh, jeez, because <laughs> it works so well for Indiana Jones. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's like he's grown a lot since that Indiana Jones though. Yeah, no. Well, he's gotten crazier. Exactly. That's what you should play the Joker then. No, no, because then you'll just get Jared Leto again. You have to give the crazy guy Batman. <laughs> yeah. Never, yeah, if you get a crazy guy's Batman now, it'd be a little bit different, wouldn't it? You want to get nuts? <laughs> Let's, Let's get nuts. Get nuts. All right. <clears throat> Next bit. More Joker movie news. What the Dead- fuck? Deadline says. <laughs> Deadline said. <laughs> Deadlight says the Joker sequel news that hit a trade today is great clickbait, but multiple inside sources said that while a sequel to the billion-dollar grossing film is an obvious likely eventuality, that makes this all that, that makes all the financial sense in the world. At this point, there are no deals for a sequel, <laughs> nor even any negotiations with director Todd Phillips or his co-writer. That's what I said. Who reported that first story? Who multiple knew sources all said no such October seventh meeting ever happened. Like when it said the guy balked at it. Like who? What is your source? If other than the two people that were in the meeting, he's like he balked at it. Can you report like his reaction to something that you weren't there for? Yeah, I know. And this was the Hollywood Reporter. Like Hollywood Reporter reported this as always fact. Like on October seventh, this happened. And then Deadline comes back and says no. It's like who do you believe? The next day, then the next day, Todd Phillips goes in. I can honestly say to you, there was no meeting that ever happened October seventh where I marched in. First of all, if you know me in my career, that's not my style. I made a huge comedy at Warner Brothers The Hangover, and I didn't suddenly become a comedy factory, even though he made two more. But anyway. <laughs> and then he goes, I, I've been at Warner for 15, 16 years. We have two things in development at all times. But anyway, so it just cracked me up that you had that story that the Hollywood Reporter, who's supposed to be decently respected for, you know, movie news and stuff like that, that got it so wrong. And then within yeah. like two hours, Deadline goes, no, that's all bullshit. Well, fuck Hollywood. I'm never trusting Hollywood Reporter again. <laughs> Nothing yeah. they reports for hashtag fake, fake news. news. Oh boy! <laughs> so again, my friend and I talked about it. Like we always uh, talk about how uh, bad m- most news online is, and it's all bullshit. Feel, that's the second time you said my friend. There you you're go. trying to make me feel Another bad diff- that like there's somebody else you're talking to other than me <laughs> about no, stuff like no dare I talk about anybody? Are you like you? prepping shit for the pod by talking to somebody else like about this kind of information, <laughs> or you're like Dieter never lets me talk and depth about this stuff i always just he just glosses over it because he doesn't really care that much there about you it. go exactly but i do so give me what i need is that what's happening pretty much oh. cheating on you there dieter i'm sorry but what i would like to do is i want to like we talked about just right there's just talking about this news just like these people do online and act as it's real like you know like you said shia labeouf has been has, no shia labeouf has been uh has been uh, cast to play the Batman. I've got good sources that say it is and never, like, let on that I'm lying or that it's a joke. Right. So what I would love to do is, in my news segments, start throwing things in. 
that are completely fake and never let you know which one's fake and see if anybody online can pick out the fake news. Or I just go to work the next day and be like, did you hear that Shia LaBeouf's going to be the new Batman? They're like, who told you that? I'd be like, I I heard it on a podcast. (laughs) I heard it on a podcast somewhere. Uh, Some loser on a podcast told me all about it. (laughs) Exactly. Uh, So anybody let me know if... uh, if you'd be interested to join in on the podcast by figuring out online which ones were bullshit stories or not. Right. Or if it's, you know, it's not interesting at all, I don't have to do that either. We it's can do work. whatever we want. Technically, we can do whatever we want. Well, that's my point. I just want to, I just want to like, report as fake news as possible and see what people you can, say. You can, yeah, there you go. Um, <clears throat> but one thing is new, real news. Mar- a Marvel comic book just sold for a record $1.26 million online. A you, what? A Marvel comic book? A Marvel book comic book. So it's the most a Marvel comic book has been sold for. Was Do you it, know what, could you guess which comic it is? Was it written in like Stan Lee's blood or something? <laughs> exactly. Oh, it's an old an old book. A number one. Uh, uh, what was the one that Spider-Man was in? Uh, Amazing Fantasy. Is it that 14? one? No. Damn. It's Marvel Comics number one. There was a Marvel comic? Apparently there was. Yeah, the first comic, the Mar- first Marvel comic was called Marvel Comics number one. And they, whoa, I never, well, that's, whoa. So, what, like, the Marvel as we know it? So, who wrote it? Like, what, I don't know. I'm asking you for, like, all the information now. But yeah, like, no, I did. I'll, I'll get it for next week. <laughs> I did get all that down there. I that just, is, it, those things were popping up. I thought it was interesting. But then there was a Marvel Comics number one. I think well, I may actually probably mentioned that in the previous podcast when I mentioned kinda, Marvel Comics number 1000. Yeah, because I was like, that's kind of interesting because there is, like, a, like, because DC stands for Detective Comics, yeah. and there is, like, a Detective Comics number one. So if you had, like, like I guess the two greatest comics you could ever own would be, like, Marvel number one <laughs> and Detective Comics number one. That would be pretty awesome. And you'd be like, this is the this is the start of it all. Right? Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So, yeah. Cool. Uh, well, the last bit I have here is, uh, I don't know if you can, you, didn't, you, never, you never watched Shazam, did you? I don't <laughs> the movie the, the movie. TV show no, no no I did not it was pretty good I liked it a lot but anyway you know Dwayne Johnson's doing uh, Black Adam yeah he brought that up last week we yeah. talked about but he was saying uh, Dr. Fate and Hawkman will be in it and he's pr- and he pretty much hinted or pretty much said online that it's going to be about JSA or JSA will be introduced into the Black Adam movie so they're like trying to do another franchise thing I guess I don't know because uh, WB is trying to stay away from that because they they didn't make as much money as they wanted to with the Justice League and everything. And this who, is, who said this? The Rock said this? The Rock, yeah. Why is is he allowed to like give out plot points of the movie and shit? <clears throat> he's just an actor in the movie, right? He's not like No, but he's it sounds like he's they they're holding this whole movie has been held back for for The Rock. And he's been working on it for 10 years. So I'm not sure if he's going to be a producer on it or what, but he's been he's been the one that's basically driving this movie. Is this your new fake news segment? <laughs> <laughs> it does sound like it, doesn't it? The Rock is the driving factor behind everything that happens in Black Adam. <laughs> For the last 10 years, he's been crafting this masterpiece of a movie, and now the JSA is going to be introduced. The Rock, the Rock, the Rock hired um, uh, Scott. Uh, it's not Scott. Zack Snyder, originally. And the Snyder Cut's going to come out, too. <laughs> the Snyder Cut is coming out. That's all. Oh, could you imagine if they, like, so they say, here's the movie, the Black Adam movie that The Rock's been making for the last 15 years, and, like, everybody goes to the theater to see it, but they just play the Snyder Cut? <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. 
and they like force everybody to watch it. And they're like, oh my God, this was wonderful. This is the greatest movie ever made. It makes so much more sense now that, you know, we get this extra 10 minutes of footage and Superman actually has a mustache. So he doesn't look weird, <laughs> but he looks weird because he has a mustache. No, Snyder's cut. He wanted him to have a mustache. <laughs> Snyder's plan all along was like, film that movie where you're that guy with the mustache. So when we do reshoots, you have to come back and have a mustache. Yeah, I don't that's know. it. That's all I got. But The Rock did say online, JSA, we will introduce you to that. The world to JSA, is what he says. Whatever, so. Dwayne. I don't know shit. <laughs> he doesn't know shit. Anyway. So, yeah. All right. So, that's all I got. You, uh, you got to segue into the game, Mike. I can't do it for I you. I don't do segues very well. Well, oh. <laughs> talk about fake news. Let's talk about fake comics. Yeah, see, do, 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 do. oh, we don't have a song for this. Don't bit. have a song for that. Oh, fuck Just got the, right. the 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 game. I don't know, the ah, god damn it! I don't know, the game with no name. The name with no game. There you go. The game with no name. <clears throat> game. The name game. Remember that song? No, I don't. Yeah, don't worry about Where it. From All don't right. worry about it. All right. <laughs> All right. Short episode this week, but let's go for this. All right, the backways. <clears throat> remember when we first started though we were like let's keep what? these things under an hour and then like hour and six you're like ah short episode this week <laughs> <laughs> well if you've been like an hour and a half hour 40 minutes well we get all we should you know maximize the the ten dollars that we put forward to like <laughs> get those 10 hours of recording exactly well if nobody's listening anyway what does it matter right right we just record anything like let's just fuck it just keep going oh, like i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna clip my nails real quick <laughs> like real close to the microphone <laughs> Oh, I'm God. sure people don't want to listen to that. So. And when are we can do this one day when we're like having a beer, or, you know, have a couple of beers while we're doing this. It's not like I'm drunk tonight. I'm not. <laughs> I've always been drunk. I've always been, you're always drunk? Yeah, so I don't know what would make it any more special. Oh, there you go. So then I guess maybe if I was drinking, there you go. I'll, I'll do this. I'll do next week episode sober. How about that? <laughs> and then we'll see if anybody can tell the difference. <laughs> Uh, I know you. You haven't been drinking this whole time. Come on. Uh, okay. Well, I forgot. Well, I already forgot the name of All your right. uh, book. The game of no name. Let's play the game of no name. But though it has a name anyway. So the backways. Hey, hey now. <laughs> hey now. He said, and we're not talking about a money shot here. The backways. All right. The backways. <clears throat> there is a hidden nation, a nation of magic and madness, one that exists in all the forgotten spaces. Your basement. Your attic. The haunted house down the street. Any one of those might be a part of the backways. Anna Merrick lost someone at backways, and she'll stop at nothing to get them back, even if it means unleashing something unimaginable. From Justin Jordan and Eleonora Carlini comes the brand new series of magic, mystery, and mayhem that is sure to appeal to fans of Harry Potter and the Chronicles of Narnia. Well, that one seems like I haven't heard any other ones, and that seems the most logical. <laughs> Right off the bat. So, All right. Know. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, Trey, don't have to read the others. You've already this got is going to be really hard. <laughs> what? I said, this is going to be really hard. <laughs> All right. No, I think you're going to get this one pretty easy, but let's go. Two, there is another universe. A universe of horror and hatred. One that exists to torture souls. Your drive to work. Your morning train commute. Your city bus route. Any of those might take you to the back ways. And Merrick lost someone in the backways, and she'll stop at nothing to get them back. Even if it means enduring the bloodshed and disfigurations. 
From Justin Jordan and Eleanor Carlini comes a brand new series of horror, mystery, and mayhem that is sure to appeal to fans of Saw and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> so you could have totally made that one up, but then like that's that thing again where you're like, well, that sounds like something I'd make up, so there let me go. write some, let's make up some things around it so far. <laughs> uh, here's the third one. There is a way to travel through time. Way to oh, see time travel. See right off the bat. God damn it, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go for it. <laughs> a way to see the future. To travel to the past. Visit your great grandparents as children. Your great grandchildren as grandparents. The possibilities are endless as a part of the backways. Anna Merrick lost someone in the past and won't stop at nothing to get them back. Even if it means ruining the lives of everyone in her town. From Justin Jordan and Eleanor Carlini comes a brand new series of time travel, mystery, and mayhem that is sure to appeal to fans of Back to the Future and Time Bandits. <laughs> well, that's there's no fans of Time Bandits, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't think. Uh, right so I don't think that's, bat, <laughs> that's made up completely, <laughs> unless you can. I don't know a fan of Time Bandits. Come on, Mike. That's crazy. All three of those. I don't know which one you're doing. Uh, I don't want to. Uh, and it's like the the was like he wouldn't make me. He wouldn't put number three two times in a row, would he? <laughs> I also got to think of the placement. Like, do you even you think put the placement? That, do you put that into consideration? I know. I got what do I? Yeah, <laughs> I was wondering what you were going to ask me that because we had this conversation a long time ago and we used to work together. I use a uh, a random number generator on the oh, that- those aren't real, by the way. <laughs> but but yeah, it's funny. Every time I do it, I'm like, how do I do this? Because I like, if I had a dice in my hand, I did that the first couple of times, but I don't have a die anywhere. So uh-huh. I'll be using this, but every time I think of it, I'm like, oh, dear, it is, uh, how could it be a random number generator if it's an algorithm doing it? So I have right? to do it like multiple times and yeah. And then get the average. Exactly. <laughs> okay. So it is, you don't put thought into it. You leave it up to, you do something. Yeah. Because if, if I put thought into it, it's going to be like, well, I did this one too many times. So he's going to know what that. And then you have the power to stop yourself when you like see like it's the fourth week in a row that this randomly generated three and you're like well maybe i should change it (laughs) exactly oh boy anyway ah shit to the real problem at hand i'm gonna go with number three again time travel one yeah because because what it's the one that i think you would make up the most because i always point out how you write time travel stories (laughs) so why do you think that's the real one because that's the one that you would see and be like, oh, I got to do uh, one like this. Okay, I picked one that I th- think I would make up. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, you're wrong. Oh, son of a bitch. Was it the first one? It was the first one. <laughs> okay, I knew it wasn't the second one because you said, so- like, the horror. That was too much of a mic. Saw. It was too much me. The yeah, I wasn't one, sure. Uh, the Back fir- to the Future is definitely me too, but I figure that's everybody. So if you do time travel, it's the first thing anybody thinks of. <laughs> the other two were written so well that I thought that you wrote the first one (laughs) really because i was like compared to the other ones that one was written kind of shit like it wasn't that great i thought like that was like mike was probably like last minute like in your drunken stupor (laughs) jotted that one down it's sunday night i'm usually drunk on sunday nights oh but damn we could do this tomorrow so i gotta start yeah oh that third one sounded really god damn it well see this one i thought i I thought i cheated on this one because basically i did was i went back to writing the exact same thing that they wrote instead of coming up my own complete new one 
I think that's what does it because it's they all kind of end up sounding the same. But yeah. that first one was a little longer than the other ones. Was it? Maybe a little bit. That's what I mean. And I think yeah. that's where I thought like maybe you wrote that because you like kept oh this is a great idea and you kept going <laughs> with it. I was like oh shit. I do that sometimes. Yeah, that's that I ruined it with that. Like with this, I like I said, I was just trying to get the three sentences that they had and tried almost the same cadence in each one of them. And then the Harry Potter shit sounded made up too. Like because I was like, there's the hitch. Like you had to come up with these other titles. <laughs> I can't believe you came up with time well, I, was like, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Like Saw, I thought you were gonna get that, and then uh, but I went through like other time travel movies. There aren't that many like that are that are, that you, that people would know. And I was you could have said Looper. I, I could have said that Looper. One, that one would have been a bigger fan base. Than <laughs> Maybe Looper, yeah. But you still chose that one. So fucking time bandits. But that was the other thing. I did figure out. Like, you know what? I'm gonna go with time bandits because is Dieter gonna think that I put that out, or is that like? I don't know. Yeah, I totally went. Thing. I didn't think. I was like, man, this guy. Either he can't stop writing about time travel, <laughs> or he finally found a book about time travel. Actually, I did. There is a book about time travel, but I, I mean, uh, the title gives it away. Uh-oh. So I'm like, the title That's completely funny. gives it away. I keep trying to come up with one. It's called, <laughs> it's called the man who effed up time. There you go. <laughs> so you go. I keep thinking, how am I going to write a story that like that's that fits the title that is not exactly what the, t- the description is basically a man goes back in time and fucks things up that's awesome uh, <sighs> so that's one I want to read at some point but I couldn't think of something else a story like that that's hilarious that's so I gotta good. keep time travel out of it so what's the score 14 7 14 right. to 8 14 to alright whoa don't say it like that <laughs> jeez sounds weird it's uh does it Dieter dominating me like, oh, put me in uncomfortable positions I don't like it I thought we were just playing a game here now you're like but it was a game anyway. with no name <laughs> anyway do you have a name I don't know come back next week and tell us about <laughs> it <laughs> nice nice or just, there I don't know yeah, I could pull that one out of nowhere but yeah anybody out there come on back next week Sit around the campfire. Maybe we'll talk about some Red Dead Redemption. Yeehaw! Just kidding. I love that game. But yeah, that's gonna be the. It's a great game. Second podcast for sure. Just me playing it terribly. But uh, all right. So yeah. Uh, until then, goodbye, Mike. Goodbye, Dieter.